It's the afternoon cruise, and I'm chatting with Kurt Elling. He's coming with his Super Blue project to play at the Parkway Theater on Sunday night. Now, Kurt, I know you are no stranger to Minnesota, and we're very excited to have you back. Thanks for taking time to chat with Jazz88. Of course. Thanks for having me on, brother. Now, Kurt, I was looking at your itinerary. Y'all don't have a lot of days off. It looks like shows upon shows upon shows. How are things going for you guys out on the road so far? Oh, we're having a ball, man. I mean, we've, we've, dodged, we've dodged almost all the bad weather, and uh, we've got a hot band, and the folks have been coming out real strong, and we've been hitting it, man. I've, I've got no complaints, only gratitude. Now, is the band the exact same one as the crew that's on the Iridescent Spree? Do you have DJ and Corey with you on this trip? No, we've got, you know, Super Blue is really a concept of, of Charlie and I, Charlie uh, Hunter and I as the sort of nexus beings. And then we, you know, we rotate cats in and out uh, and we're, we're, we're building kind of a constellation of players. So what we have on, on this expedition is uh, Marcus Finney uh, from Memphis playing drums and Julius Rodriguez, and he's playing keyboards, and he's just messing people's heads up. He's so killing. Oh, you got Julius Rodriguez? He's So he's, like, signed to a label as a piano player, but he's working with you guys doing keyboards for the whole project? Is that what you're talking about? On this tour, yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. You guys got some firepower out with you this time. That's pretty spectacular. Yes, we do. We've already been playing two tracks here on Jazz 88 uh, from the record. We started with Little Fairy Carpenter, and then we've also added Freeman Square. I was immediately taken with the groove and with the uh, lyrics and vocals on Little Fairy Carpenter, and that's one of the tunes where it looks like Charlie was doing the music writing and you were handling the lyrics. Can you tell me a little bit about how that tune came to be? Yeah, well, Charlie wrote a beautiful thing a bunch of years ago, uh, a song for Karen Carpenter, and then I was listening back through his catalog and uh, stumbled across it again, and we made a little bit more of something out of it. So, you know, that's that's the beauty of teamwork. And with the tune, one of the tunes that I think a lot of folks are talking about is this really interesting cover of Ornette Coleman's Lonely Woman, retitled Only the Lonely Woman. And now this isn't the first time where you've taken a, a really well-known tune, set some new lyrics to it, and added a new chapter to a legendary tune who decided to tackle that ornette coleman tune and thought it would be cool to put it together for this record and how did that go in the studio well i think i came across with the uh with the initial idea uh to try a thing out and charlie was was interested in it right away i knew that if i tossed the cat's songs like that they'd figure out a different way to handle the piece put a different groove under it but still maintain its uh, melodically and compositionally so I'm, I'm real happy if people are listening to that cut I'm real proud of it. Super Blue got started as something that might just be a one-off and now it's kind of turned into a touring entity and a significant part of your and Charlie's career how has it been to see it go from kind of a project to a bit of a working band how is how has that uh, progression gone for you two yeah I mean COVID in a way it, it did us a, a backhanded favor I mean uh the project wouldn't have happened at all with, without COVID, just because Charlie was already so busy and I was already so busy going down a road. And then for us to have a thing that we could do, you know, accomplish from, from remote locations made it possible. And now that it's, uh, that it's out here, we're just having so much fun. And as I say, we're building a constellation. We've had Nate Smith hit with us, and, you know, all kinds of beautiful players. Um, I figure as long as the fun is still funning, then we're going to keep on rolling with it. Man, that's a pretty good motto, Kurt Elling. I think you got your head on right. 
Now, as I mentioned at the top of this interview, uh, you're no stranger to the Twin Cities. In fact, you went to school uh, just a little bit away from here at Gustavus Adolphus. Is this going to be your first time playing at the Parkway Theater down in South Minneapolis? You know, I think it is. I've played a bunch of different venues uh, around town, but this is the first time at the Parkway, so that's exciting. Do you got any must-dos when you get to town? Anybody you always see when you get to the Twin Cities or any restaurants you always stop at? Oh, I definitely try to reconnect with some of my friends from Gustavus. Uh, and, you know, wherever's close to the hotel is fine with me. <laughs> well, Kurt Elling, we're really glad you're bringing the whole unit over to Minneapolis to play on Sunday night at the Parkway Theater. The new record is Iridescent Spree. I got uh, big plans for this to be at the uh, top of my list of great jazz releases from this year. Congratulations to you and Charlie and the whole crew, and looking forward to catching you on Sunday. Thank you for chatting with Jazz 88, my friend. Brother, it's, it's so great to talk to you, and thank you for giving us the support that we need to keep it going out here. Absolutely. All right, Kurt, have a good rest of your trip, and we'll see you on Sunday in Minneapolis. My man, thank you.